Hi, welcome to Conversations on Public Health. I'm your host Prachi. Join me every week as I travel across India, speaking to folks who are solving massive public health challenges facing our country and the larger developing world. Hi Joey, a very welcome to our show. Thank you. The topic for today is political depression. And it's a term that not many of us have heard or really understand. Um, so what yeah. is political depression? It's quite a broad thing to explain very quickly. But essentially, political depression is something which is used to like define the phenomena of like grief and helplessness faced mostly by young adults, uh, which occurs due to distressing social and political events happening around us. Uh, it's mostly been observed amongst millennials and Gen Z, people who are like still uh, forming a political opinion or have like a, a social environment in which they have to be very present as beings with opinions. So it's something that they uh, go through when they're trying to find their footing in society in terms of what they feel and what they believe in. Um, and within the context of India, how would we place a term like this? I think in India, this is something which we don't speak about at all because already mental health is something which is so taboo over here. And uh, political depression is something which is like a whole other ball game in this case. And I feel that India is highly polarized society. Uh, people have a lot of different opinions, which they're most me- most welcome to have. It's completely all right to have different opinions. But I feel that in India, because of the amount of engagement that people have online and offline over political things, because you know we grew we grow up in a society which is very politically charged. People tend to have a lot of differences amongst each other. They have fights. They have arguments. There is very less uh, healthy engagement or discourse amongst people with regards to their political or their social views. And that could lead to people feeling isolated or singled out. So it's really important for people in India to really understand and acknowledge the fact that, you know, there is something known as, uh, you know, anxiety, fatigue and depression, which is caused by political and social events happening around an individual who is living in a very uh, thriving political society. Uh, Over the past one and a half, two years, we've had a lot of very political, controversial things happen. And a lot of young people have gone on the streets and engaged, uh, you know, with authorities regarding these things. Yes. Is it safe to assume that a lot of these people suffered from political depression? I, I feel that we need to first acknowledge the fact that Politics as an entire concept is very crucial in shaping our identities. It's very crucial in how we feel, how we interact, and the people who we decide to surround ourselves with. People who feel uh, extensively involved or extensively uh, invested in you know, political happenings around them, they do at some point or the other, at least I do, uh, you know, do face this weird sense of anxiety, sometimes fatigue over things which are happening around me. And people who uh, choose to step out of their homes, step out of their comfort zones, go out on streets uh, and uh, with, with their ideas, with their dissent and try to create a change in whatever way that, it, that may seem fit to them. 
i feel that the reason why that they chose to come out on the streets is because they feel that there is something unjust going on there is a sense of anxiety or depression or just restlessness over what's happening that pushes them to go out and express their dissent in front of uh, the world to see because it's important for people to put across their opinions in order to foster debate growth engagement and then eventually change if we're lucky enough so because p- politics is such an important part of our being like i can tell you i the most heated political um event i guess i saw off late was in the la- in late 2019 when uh, the ca nrc protests mm-hmm. began in delhi specifically in delhi it was of course it it happened all across india but in india but in delhi be- because it's the national capital uh the mainstream media covered it a lot more there were there was a huge demonstration at shaheen bagh which you know went on for months on end there were protests happening on a daily basis these people come out these people have a say these people want to engage with people that's why they decide to come out and have these discussions have these engagements because they feel that there's no point in you know ignoring the fact that politics is the influence of a larger broader cultural identity and they become conscious of the fact that if this is what we're trying to foster in terms of whatever morality or whatever ideal this is then they feel that it may not be the best thing for what, for the kind of world that they're trying to envision of course there are two sides to this this is something which which we're talking about the protesters in the case of shaheen bagh the people who were out on the streets and then there's the dissent, there's the other side as well who believe on the other aspect of it i'm not trying to discount the fact that they feel a similar sense of maybe fatigue or isolation over their political opinions but i'm but i feel that youngsters nowadays especially uh you know young adults who are trying to really come on their own in terms of their political and social views for them to come out in all these protests for young students you know students movements in india they're huge they're they, they, you know they're really immersive and so many people come out to engage with them we we just saw it with what happened with jamia and jnu so these are things right. which are huge and they carry a lot of cultural significance and importance it's really right. important for people to acknowledge the fact that youngsters in india have feelings about politics as well not just about their uh, personal lives or their families they have feelings about politics as well and all of this all of this anxiety or fatigue or you know anguish towards people having different political views from our own it stems from a lot of personal lived experiences as well and these students right. who are who are stepping out or these not just students anyone who's stepping out they do feel deeply they do experience political depression in some way or the other which pushes them to go out and engage and express their dissent because that's important in order to foster a healthy conversation to bring about change if we were to talk a little bit about why political depression is something that disproportionately impacts young people uh, what would you say about that I think the answer to that is pretty simple you know like young people they um especially when they're transitioning i guess from school to college and then to probably higher studies then going on to their 
the nascent stages of their career you know they're they are constantly um interacting with different people people with different opinions people with different um thought processes and that's when they also start taking note of what's happening around them they become um you know active citizens of the country and that's when they really start to create an identity of their own in terms of what they feel politically socially because before that prior to that when you're slightly younger all of your opinions in life are largely driven by what your family tries to teach you what your friends try to teach you what you learn in school what you learn in terms of your basic socialization in terms of those aspects right so when you start growing up and you start developing a conscience of your own right i think like in terms of your uh, cognitive yeah your sorry cognitive abilities that's when right. you start to learn a lot more about yourself and how you want to start processing things so that's why i right. feel that young adults have a lot more to contribute in this uh, in this field because they're they're learning they're building an identity they're engaging they're discussing they're having active discourse with people and that's what really uh, you know fo- fosters this idea of what could my political identity be like how do i differ from others and if i do differ from others how do i bring it to a middle ground how do we learn how to coexist together so it's it's a very important part of um, being a young adult especially in modern day india which is already very politically charged you know a very huge player in all this is social media because most of us get our news from social media and our common baseline of facts is so low i often wonder how that would lead me to have a certain kind of political opinion yeah social media the internet in general it's been a great blessing to mankind it's brought people together it's brought a change it's it's created a lot of ease in terms of uh, how people function but through that there are some things which have come up which have not been the most i don't know mental health friendly i guess and i think a large part of that is social media and you know especially india india has one of the lowest rates of 4G internet in the world everybody in india now has a cheap smartphone and cheap 4G internet they're all on twitter they're all on facebook they're all on instagram and they're constantly uh, interacting with each other and because news uh, news has now gone on to a very digital format most people do consume news on a digital on digital platforms in general there is a lot of interaction under these twitter posts under these facebook posts under these inst- instagram posts which are talking about even re- something even remotely political and the fact is that in these interactions because you're mostly behind a screen and yeah. you do not really have to physically face this person sometimes the it yeah the anonymity sometimes it might even get escalated to a point in which people want to probably see each other and argue but most of the time it's behind a screen it's anonymous and people then really start to get involved in a very heated right versus wrong debate how is it right. that you do not have the same idea of morality as i do how do you not have the same idea of how a society should be like on the basis of what i feel and this debate is not fruitful in any way because this is often you know 
abuse this is a lot of harassment there, there's a lot of I, d- i don't even know it's it's so toxic for me to even express it because social media has become a place like that and i have been on the receiving end of that there are multiple people i know who have been on the receiving end of that that you put on you put out one small thing and there are people over there right under it starting to really attack you on your beliefs because there is a very clear right versus wrong uh mentality over here and the thing is if you find people who you can engage with even if you have differing political opinions if you can have healthy engagement and if you can have healthy discourse then it's positive it's fruitful it's a discussion yeah. but when it's abusive it's not a discussion it's a fight it's it's an argument it's unhealthy it really really affects the mental well-being of people especially when it's online because it's anonymous and there's a lot of dirty things being said over there and i think this is something we all know that in india amongst young adults uh social media induced trauma social media induced anxiety is something young people have already started to bear the brunt of be it something from as small as getting likes on a social media post of a selfie and then moving on to something like putting out your political opinions which are already extremely risky in a very polarized society like ours on social media it's never about coming together it seems it's always about you versus me right versus wrong so th- there's two points that i'd like to make here one is the compulsion of choosing a side yeah and the second is the lack of a space where these two sides can interact in a healthy manner absolutely as someone who does have an opinion on politics i really don't know where i can talk to someone from the other side without making it a shouting absolutely match. absolutely we do express our political opinions on social media and yeah it's completely normal for people to want to engage i feel like to the second point that you made it's extremely important for people to come together and have healthy engagement about it but that's the issue on social media coming back to your first point that why do we need to take a side and even if we do take a side i think it is important to have clear political opinions but if we do choose to take a side then do we need to be so vicious about it do i need to attack you for not feeling the way that i do about a certain world event like can we just have our share of opinions and discuss it engage on it and then let it be what's the worst that would come out of it you would learn a little bit from me and i would learn a little bit from you and i think of course it's it's important to foster that kind of a that kind of an environment because it's extremely toxic otherwise to exist in social media in a day and age like ours right now what about cancel culture so cancel culture i feel is something which is really interesting because i don't feel it's just political it's also very social in nature in terms of also pop culture engagement you know we have like big celebrities kanye west ellen degeneres who've been cancelled on twitter and on other forms of social media this past year i feel that cancel culture is definitely also really vicious in india as well i've seen it happen if i have an opinion and i do want to share it then do i need to become the victim of someone else's you know uh critique yeah virtue signaling or like a critique you know like everybody can have opinions do you have to like uh, 
if you don't agree with me does it have to become like this entire uh, social movement in which i am being uh, i don't know isolated hounded, hounded? because these people you know that again one like because we we need to have this conversation about mental health because cancel culture isn't really fantastic for the people like for the mental health of the person on the receiving end of it that's the thing why why isn't there a space where people can just come together and have healthy engagement over these matters what about you feeling very strongly about an issue where you feel that you're definitely right or that you know this is wrong something someone needs to speak about it and a celebrity that you really look up to or like a social media figure that you really look up to sort of doesn't have a stand on it or is in fact on the other side you know i'll i'll give you a personal anecdote in this matter so uh in 2019 when the ca protest broke out and i remember yeah. one of the first universities which got really actively involved with this was jamia uh this was december 2019 and uh i'm a huge fan of uh, shahrukh khan you know ever since i was a child and shahrukh khan is an alumni of jamia and a lot of people started like uh, questioning this on twitter and instagram that why isn't shahrukh khan talking about this fair enough he should be talking about this but he wasn't and that got me thinking you know that if diljit dosan chooses to uh, put something out on a social media and engage with people on the on the basis of his political opinions that's something he chooses to do on his own right yeah shahrukh khan or any other celebrity for that matter of fact by the virtue of what their profession is it's not a compulsion for them to share all of this but i guess it comes with social responsibility in terms of like who do i want to be standing with later on when this entire event is being critically analyzed right but that's also one thing some celebrities get really um they have baggage that they carry you know for Shahrukh Khan in the case of the CA protests he's a muslim man in india i mean would he want to take that kind of a risk especially being such a big political like sorry public figure i mean you always have to think about it in that way because then we can see like with uh, big celebrities right now who do speak about political issues very often you know kangana ranaut anupam kher vivek yeah, agnihotri yeah. you know uh, can we talk about that really? yeah i mean the response isn't positive at all i mean some people are of course die hard fans and will like fully support them be it fans of their movies or be it fans of their uh, political opinions but then it also creates a very unhealthy environment around that celebrity because then again it it's it's complicated isn't it then it goes back to the point of do you separate the art from the artist so Um, this is about people who are public figures who are very far from our lives what about people who are a lot closer and who hold opinions that are completely different from ours like my my parents and i live in the same house but we live in very different worlds because the worlds that we consume on social media are very different when i look at my mother's facebook feed and when i look at my instagram feed it's like we could be living in two different 
um, I don't know, millennials. And when I see the kind of content that she consumes or people in her generation consume, I find it very hard to not empathize with her. Because if she consumes that kind of content, it's but natural that she'd feel the way that she feels. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I feel that that's that's a tricky part of our lives, that when you don't engage with your family or your close friends in and because of differing political views and difficult like differing social views i feel it's extremely important for us to preserve our sanity at that point you know we, we are not people who have infinite wisdom and patience and we need to preserve our sanity for ourselves yes we have differing opinions it's all right can we uh, can we like um, engage with each other in a healthy manner in which you learn from me and i learn from you and it becomes a healthy discourse instead of it becoming like really toxic and very like aggressive dinner table conversation because that happens with minorities with uh, and with you know the lgbtq community there are a lot of differences that we even have with our friends right and mm-hmm. i think if you and your friend can then engage in a conversation in which both of you are putting forward your points and discussing why you disagree with each other that's completely fine because even because you cannot change how someone thinks it's completely okay for them to feel however they feel but it's important for us to retain our relationships in a healthy manner and if the relationships aren't healthy then they aren't relationships or friendships at all so we need right. to we need to preserve our sanity we need to take care of ourselves and we need to draw that line between uh, them and us saying that i understand we're different from each other if you want to engage with me healthily if you want to engage with me in a way that we both can learn from each other completely fine let's let's talk about it but if it is going to get vicious it's going to if it's going to get personal more than anything else if it's going to become personal remarks on each other because yeah. with public figures there's no personal engagement with friends with family there are th- yeah. there is a personal aspect to it there is conversation which goes beyond uh, just what just what our political opinions are that line needs to be towed very carefully and that line needs to be maintained in like absolute crystal clear it has to be maintained between two people because it's extremely important for people to realize that we cannot keep you know engaging with people who don't respect our opinions all of this you know it's happening in this weird socio political economic environment which is completely geared against millennials who are both broke and extremely unhealthy and and which is why we're like slide we're more politically involved than maybe any other generation right in the face of all of this how do i move forward how do i make sense of the world around me how do i not be depressed you know just like any other concern that we may have in our lives there is no stipulated way of dealing with difference in op- differences in opinion but having said that there are things that we can keep in mind in order to reduce our ang- like anxiety and helplessness because you know no matter what your political beliefs are no matter which side of the coin you're from we have to 
we all can agree to the fact that the world is going through a challenging phase right now with everything that's happening around us you know uh, be so we we need to realize that disengagement is extremely crucial to combat this i'm i'm not saying that you know uh, disengage yourself from your political views and just like start to live like an unbothered individual someone who does not care or become entirely apolitical i'm not i'm i'm not saying that but it's extremely important to disengage sometimes to preserve your sanity especially in uh, chaotic times because we you know we need to re- realize that we aren't we we don't have all the resources available to us all the time our body as a resource is not infinite we aren't everlasting beings and exhaustion is a natural consequence political depression anxiety fatigue loss of sleep loss of appetite all of these are natural um natural responses to stressors all of these are natural responses to us feeling exhausted over the circumstances but mm-hmm. disengagement is extremely important because we need to learn how to sustainably resist everything that's happening around us in order to preserve our mental health so we need to choose the battles that we need to fight and if we're choosing battles then we must also be empathetic to those people who are not choosing the battles that we're choosing right absolutely absolutely you know i i know this is a really really complicated situation that i feel so deeply about a certain political cause or a social cause and it hurts me that someone else doesn't feel the same way but exactly. it's not my place to then feel like i have any right to attack them over it when i feel very strongly about certain events happening around the world be it political be it social it hurts me that maybe a very close friend of mine or a family member does not feel the same way as i do but i'm really in no position to um put them down over that as a friend or as a family member i do have all the right in the world to go ahead and have a discussion with them to engage with them on healthy terms to then like learn from each other or to possibly bring about certain changes in each other's thought processes but i am in no position to um make them feel lesser than for what they believe in because no matter how much we try to assert the fact that there are certain things that you just cannot have differing opinions about and we can't like you know human rights and stuff we cannot have differing opinions about it but the sad the sad part of this world is that there are differing opinions on that there are differing opinions on how we treat uh, how we treat the working class there are differing opinions on how we treat women around us there are differing opinions on how we treat those who are in a politically uh, polarized uh, state compared to us but but i don't know if it's fair for us to attack them on it i think the biggest need in our entire world right now especially in india is that we need to have some form of healthy 
engagement we cannot keep going on like this in which it's just attack counter attack attack counter attack abuse 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 because that's counterproductive that's extremely unhealthy and that's completely uh, missing the point of preserving someone else's mental health and even your own um thanks so much joey that was a very interesting conversation i think you cleared up a lot of my questions and doubts too uh, it was wonderful having you on the show with us thank you for having me